When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Right, okay, I want to talk about Big E, because if you don't know, he fell on his head during this latest episode of SmackDown, and at the moment, it certainly sounds like he has actually broken his neck. So I just sent all the positive thoughts and all the well wishes to this man, and I hope he can recover and come back quicker than John Cena. And the reason I wanted to mention it at the start of this week's episode of Ups and Downs is because nothing else that happened on SmackDown matters. I don't care about winners, I don't care about losers, I don't care about stories, I don't care about angles, I don't care about people that may have been renamed stupid names. All I care about is that somebody is well and somebody gets healthy. And really, when this stuff does happen, it puts all the other nonsense into perspective. However, I do understand that it's fun to have fun with the silliness of professional wrestling, so we will get into that because it serves as a good distraction. But like I already say, that is second tree and all the love to Big E. Let's up those doubts. big video package reminding us of everything that happened at the Madison Square Garden house show between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. And I don't know about you, but I kind of feel like WWE has shown me this around about 70,942 times. This is when Brock also came to the ring. Surprise, surprise, he's not very happy. In fact, he was so mad about what had happened, he had decided he doesn't even care about the WWE title anymore. And he launched it into the crowd. And this man, even at 45 years old, wherever he is, still does not understand his own strength. I'm pretty sure he hit a kid right in the face. He continued storming around until Paul Heyman walked out instead of Roman Reigns. It's all like, Brock, man, you gotta calm down. You gotta chill. I was like, Paul, that's your plan? You're gonna try and have a conversation? You should have come out with a trank gun. Heyman also claimed that Reigns wasn't here tonight, and this is when a light bulb went off in Brock Lesnar's head, and he was like, well, if our tribal chief isn't here, there's no one protecting you, and he quite literally ran Paul Heyman off. Honestly, Lesnar, for a big man, he really moved. This was hilarious, too, because Heyman actually did look like he thought he was going to be killed, and because Lesnar was chasing him at such speed, it was a bit like a Prince of Persia boss. How However, Paul Heyman was able to get into a limousine. He was able to scoot away. So I was like, man, he must have really nailed that quick time of it. I assumed this wasn't done and we were going to get more on SmackDown later, but I was utterly wrong. However, I did think it was a good start. 
up. It was then time for the New Day versus Sheamus and Rich Holland match, and we've already talked about it. The finish was Sheamus attacking Kofi Kingston on the top rope, gave him a bro kick, one, two, three, and again, I couldn't give a flubble sticks about any of that, and once again, please, please, Big E, be okay. So instead, we will focus what happened beforehand. Because Seamus and Ridge Holland were hanging out just playing Nintendo when they revealed a brand new member to their group and his name is Butch. Now you're probably thinking to yourself, well, who's Butch? Maybe it's a dog or maybe they brought a bushwhacker back or maybe it's actually German so it would be pronounced bitch. But no, it's none of these. And for some reason, Pete Dunne has arrived on the main roster. We're going to call him Butch. Now, as I have said before, I don't really care about this because in a few weeks, we'll all forgotten about it. And if WWE rang me up and said, oh, Simon, we want you to be Bald McGee Teehee on Friday nights. We have to come out and rub your bald head and go Teehee. I would do it. Of course I would. But seriously, who is Butch meant to be? Some kind of a cartoon. And it's kind of a shame because Ridge Holland, Sheamus <laughs> and Butch as a threesome are a really great team. But I just don't understand why we have to do it. Now, fair play to WWE. Sheamus did say that this was his nickname. But come on now, let's see it for what it is. After the match, Butch went all scrappy-doo as well. And that's when I was like, I can see what we're doing here. And can you imagine? You wake up one day like, man, I dreamed to be a professional wrestler. I'm going to get main event in WrestleMania. And then someone goes, no, you're going to be called Butch. And also, fair play to Pete Dunne. He has arrived on the main roster of WWE, so he has had a terrific journey. But yeah, seriously, nobody can get behind Butch getting it down. We then got shown the Steve Austin rebuttal video to everything that Kevin Owens had done on Raw. And seriously, if you haven't seen this, you need to go and watch it. By the time it was over, I was like, well, I don't even know what's happening at WrestleMania. But I do know that Steve Austin and Kevin Owens doing something is going to be the most important moment in my life. The man still got it. Interview with Sami Zayn after two, and he was livid that Kayla Braxton called him a former champion. I was like, Sami, that is the case. But he's also upset because Johnny Knoxville got his phone number, and he put it on a banner. He attached that banner to a plane, and that thing's been flying around California. So obviously people saw it, and they kept calling up Sam. So it really was so silly in the best possible way, and I know that nobody agrees with me, but I don't care. I am looking forward to Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. WWE then reached into their magic booking cap and just did exactly what it said because it was Drew McIntyre and the Viking Raiders taking on Happy Corbin, Mad Cat Moss and Jinder Mahal or the new 3MB. As it turned out, that didn't happen at all because Eric and Ivar got beaten up backstage when they're about to make their entrance. And I was like, you dudes are meant to be Vikings. Like back in the day, you were like pillaging and ruining towns. You would have been kicked out of the Viking Brotherhood because let's face it, you suck. Anywho, all the bad guys then came out and they did attack Drew McIntyre, but they forgot that one, Drew McIntyre is a baby face that WWE likes so he was allowed to fight back, but also two, he's got a massive sword. Once again, he was just poking it at people. So as I've said before, and as I was saying all the way up to WrestleMania, if we get to that show and he doesn't cut somebody's head off, well, the story did not go in the direction that's been teased. So this was more than fine because it was just an angle more than a match. And I am totally cool with Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. Drew can win. And then I tell you, he'll probably be next in line for Roman Reigns. Good. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. 
no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ronda Rousey was out next. It basically was exactly how you'd expect. She is still super over, so we've done something correct here. And she was all like, oh man, last week, Charlotte Flair called me a one-trick pony. Well, I ain't a one-trick pony anymore, because I went to my mentor, Kurt Angle, and I learned an ankle lock. And I was like, wait a minute, you're a former UFC champion. I'm pretty sure you already had all the moves. She also compared this statement to someone saying about Mike Tyson. Well, he's a one-trick pony, because he just knocks people out. And I was like, wait a minute. Isn't that the criticism from the naysayers of Mike Tyson that he focused too much on his KO game so when he came up against someone who could, like, you know, keep them at bay with his jab, he had a problem. Anyway, this is not a boxing show, so let's just move on. This is when Flair did arrive and said, oh, were you only able to tap me out last week because of my heels? Ronda was like, all right, well, let's go again. So Charlotte left. That was the entire segment. And I do think this match at WrestleMania is going to be very good and probably ends when Ronda does top out Charlotte Flair. I suppose it breathes by nicely. I was then proven very wrong, because this is when we were told that Brock Lesnar had left the building, so he wasn't going to be able to murder Paul Heyman on this evening, when we were back to the magical WWE booking hat, because it was Naomi and Sasha Banks taking on Shayna Baszler and Nadalia. Now, I do think they did everything they could here, but I have some questions. One, has anybody told us why Sasha Banks and Naomi teamed up to begin with? Two, why can't WWE understand that we should be doing more with Shayna Baszler? And three, I swear, nine times out of ten, everybody forgets that we actually have women's tag team titles. It was pretty short, as it always is, and I suppose it was fine for what it was. Lena Vega was out there, and she got the apron. So Natalia went careening into her. That's when Sasha Banks pinned Natalia. I couldn't help but think to myself, man, all of this feels like such an afterthought, and everybody involved deserves so much more. And it's cool that they are going to get their shot at WrestleMania but it did not do much for me down. We then got another recap video as we were reminded of the Usos' reign of terror recently, and this was very well placed in the show because the next bit, Jimmy and Jay Uso coming out. They were super duper happy that they'd been champions for over a year, and before they could say much else, they got interrupted by Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boog. So bring it down, that is 53 interruptions in WWE and 79 overall. It is a lot. Of course, they wanted a match at WrestleMania, so they said geese title shot, and the Usos went, all right, we will, but only if Rick Boogs can beat Jay. So Rick Boogs then beat Jay, and that's all we needed to set it up. Jimmy also smashed the guitar over Boogs' head, I suppose, to give this something. But my word, is this utterly ridiculous. Like, if you are Shinsuke Nakamura, shouldn't you be saying, uh, can I have another shot at the Intercontinental title I just lost? But no, and I'm just so daft with people walking out and going, oh, hello, sir. 
Could I please challenge for your championship? They go, of course you can. Otherwise, it won't be on the card. Gotta give it a down. We then went quite big with Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. And I'll tell you straight, I'm here for it. Cause Sami Zayn and Ricochet had made their way to the ring to have their intercontinental title rematch when Austin Theory was all, hi, I wanna be out there as well. And he sat down to Pat who turned to him and said, why are you out here you goober? There's no need to be. Theory didn't like that at all. So he went up to McAfee and slapped him right around the face. And this is when they got into a massive brawl and they had to be broken up. And the whole time Michael Cole was breaking down going, no, Pat, what have you done? What have you done? You may be about to lose your job. Now do not do that. Do not take Pat McAfee off SmackDown long-term because it would be ridiculous, but fans were chanting his name. And I tell you, I'm into this. I don't even know why. I think I just mostly like the way that it did interweave and we actually have a proper narrative here to some extent. I am going to give it up. From there, it was Ricochet versus Sammy. And as I've said before, and as I will say again, these two are incapable of having a bad match. They got a good chunk of time and as ever, Rick is ridiculous. Although I did not need Michael Cole telling us, oh, well, did you know the Ricochet was inspired by Johnny Knoxville and Jackass, which is why he became a professional wrestler. I mean, what a terrible retroactive way to try and fit that in. I was a bit like, Mike, He's probably inspired by like, you know, Jushin Thunder Liger or Rey Mysterio. I don't think anybody watched Jackass went, man, I want to do a Hurricane Rana. He did take this gnarly bump into Barry Barricade when Sammy just pushed him off the top rope. And there was this awesome near fall after a blue thunderbomb. And because I am an idiot, I bored it a little bit. We also saw this suplex by Zayn get turned into a Hurricane Rana by Ricochet and it was smoother than my head. But ultimately we built to the recall, we built to the 6.30. Rick did retain his championship. For the love of everything, make sure he has a match at WrestleMania. Don't do that to me, WWE. Then it got to our main event spot where I did think we were going to see Paul Heyman get disemboweled by Brock. But instead, we actually went back and focused on Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey because we cut to the back and they were already beating each other up as a bunch of people tried to separate them. I mean, the fact there was this big red car in the background made you go, oh, they're trying to recreate the magic from WrestleMania 35. And while I don't think they got anywhere near to that, that's still pretty good. I mean, Charlotte grabbed Ronda. She gave her a suplex on the car. She then did this weird teeth move, which went, ah. They kind of look like that thing when you do with a kid. You're like, look, I look like a skull. And you pull your mouth open. So that was a bit strange. But as I've said, I think they have a good match. And I appreciate the fact that WWE has gone. This is our main event on Saturday night. And we've got to light a fire under it. So we are doing our best to justify it. And I think we're halfway there, which is what Bon Jovi was singing about. I'm going to give it an up. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 